Welcome back to a brand new episode of Bad History. Bad History. Oh, I've gotten so good at waiting for it every time. Um, my name is Steven, and I am joined, as always, by my good buddy, my best pal, my esteemed colleague. You know the drill. It's Dave. What's up, Steven? What is going on, man? Uh, so we are back here for a brand new episode. Um, we had, uh, you know, we had uh, our special episode last week with our first ever guest, uh, the first guest, Cat, and I our, thought it went really well. Our best guest. Best guest. Best guest so far. Also the worst guest. <laughs> um. So, uh, so that that was a lot of fun. Um, you know, let us know what you guys thought about that. Uh, but we're back for a regular episode, just me and Dave this time. Um, but we're we're here to talk about lady badasses. Lady badasses. Yes. I'm excited. I went down. I'm mad hard went down the rabbit hole for this one. I didn't know what you were saying at first. What are you talking about? Are you even uh, listening to me? I went down. I went down the rabbit I, hole for this one. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Everything I say, you have to make it sound dirty. It's easy. I know. Um, no, I like. I was like researching what I, who I wanted to, 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 to do my story on, and I just kind of like... You know, can I say I something to... real quick? Yeah. So yeah. like, I was looking up, you know, for some inspirado as you do. You Google mm-hmm. like female people who made like a big uh, impact on history, right? Mm-hmm. And I got all these lists that were just like not as good Buzzfeed sites, and yeah. they were like yeah, reaching real hard. Like, oh yeah. I'm not trying to like say that women haven't contributed as much, but like. Number, like, one of the numbers on the list, like, was, like, uh, this woman was the first female, um, like, traffic cop. And it was, like, we don't know her name, but here's a photo of her. And uh, the story is that uh, the other guy was sick. And it was, like, (laughs) most influential women on history. And, like, the fucked up thing is that there is so many, like, actually influential, important women who did shit. And that's who they picked. Yeah, I picked a, I picked a the badass. Whole... I didn't pick an okay. influential person. Yeah, I no, stuck I picked with the badass motif. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Because there was like, I, I, I definitely was leaning more towards badass. But I, I wasn't gonna pick like Margaret Thatcher or anything. Yeah, like that. yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll do like a we'll do like a people who changed the world episode, and I think that that'd be more like appropriate. Anyway, we're we're rambling, Dave. As usual. Per use, you gotta tell me, how was your week? My week was super good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I live in the northish, so we experienced heavy snow, like Snowmageddon twenty sixteen. It actually wasn't as bad in Indiana as it was other places. But one day yeah. there was no snow, and then the next morning I was out scraping my car, so mm-hmm. like there was snow. That's what happens when that's what happens. Um, so, you know, there's not been a lot of, you know, running around outside doing stuff. Mm-hmm. So we've been chilling in, watching movies and cuddling nice. with cats and playing video games. Nice. Um, so uh, me and my girlfriend watched, for her first time, The Shining, 
Which oh, I hadn't seen in a really a, long time, and I forgot just like how good a movie it is. That's a really good Snowden movie. Oh, it's the best Snowden movie. It's the best Snowden yeah. haunted house movie. But even better, um, and I didn't realize this at first, but she's never seen an episode of The Simpsons before, which Whoa. blows my mind. So immediately after The Shining, Whoa. we watched one of my favorites, The Shining. It's the Treehouse of Horror episode. (laughs) (laughs) Something, something. Go Go crazy. crazy. Oh, it's so perfect. (laughs) What about Grandpa? Oh, these are references. You've got to watch the episode to get. Oh, it's okay. But we've also been playing like a Lord of the Rings RPG. um, Nice. Which we've been playing like way too much all day. Like, I think we start, this is recording on a Sunday I think we started playing it Friday, and we're mm-hmm. like, and it's one of those RPGs where it's like, oh, I gotta go around every corner and collect every item and kill every animal for the bestiary, and like, we are already like 40% done. We've put like, a lot of hours into it. It's, nice. It's, I'm not proud. It's one of those RPGs that's on more than one disc. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're into that shit. Damn. <laughs> but, uh, besides me, Steven... Have you, yes. I gotta know, seen any good movies, read any good books? Have you played any good video games? Um, yeah, all of the above. I, uh, I've been reading, uh, The Martian recently. Oh, the Matt Damon and, movie? Yeah, yeah, the book, uh, the, the Andy Weir, I think that's how you pronounce his last name, Weir. Um, but yeah, I've been reading the book, and the book is, I love the movie, and uh, my dad read the book and was like, yeah, this is really good. You should totally read this. And he, he gave it to me. And I've, um, I read a lot of it uh, over, over Christmas break. And I've just been reading it again now. Or um, I've been like trying to, trying to finish it. And uh, it's really, really good. It's like super science-y. And like there are parts where like I literally just like skip over paragraphs. Because like the author goes into like super extreme detail about the science of like um, – like like how he does something how he creates this like chemical reaction and it's like i'm just like i don't really i don't need to read this <laughs> it's like just like tell me the outcome um i haven't but seen it's that like, movie i haven't read that book i don't know a lot about it but yeah you would you would love you would love the movie you oh, would love yeah. the book too yeah um it's good though like so i, I w- i've been reading that book um i today actually started the tv show jessica jones on netflix oh yeah um and i yeah i, I love daredevil and so I was like, all right, this is like the same universe, sort of like you know more you know condensed Marvel universe as Daredevil. So I was like, I'll probably like this. And yeah, it's I been good. It, I heard it's pretty good. It's been yeah, it's been like really good. Like as far as like superhero TV shows go, it's like really good because it's like really non traditional. Um, but there are like some parts that are like dragging a little bit. But I mean, I'm pro- I'm gonna finish it. But everyone tells me I gotta check that out. And I gotta check out Daredevil, and I'm like, Daredevil's it's on yeah, the li- like it's on the list. Daredevil's dope as hell. But it's we, so good. But like we finished up because uh, Parks and Rec got added on Netflix. Yeah, so we, I did. We finished that up and like held each other sobbing afterward, and we were, oh god, we're not ready to start a new show yet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a good one to start. You can you can blow through it pretty quickly. Jessica Jones, a female badass. Yeah, there we go. Much, that's, that's like much like really good transition. These two women or women's, I don't know what you're talking about, that we will begin. Here's yeah. my story. Play the music, Steven. Yeah, let's play the music. 
right, Steven. Yes. What is the most badass thing you can be? That's right, a pirate. So I'm talking about a famous lady pirate. I know exactly who you're talking about because I almost did this person. Well, I had to do this because she has a historical tie to my favorite place on planet Earth. And uh, her name is Anne Bonnie. Yeah. Just make up theme music for that's the, Anne Bonnie. That's the Anne Bonnie guitar riff. Edit in some uh, okay. drums and stuff. Okay. Anyway, Anne Bonnie. She's a really famous pirate. Um, she was born in 1700 in Ireland, uh, in Cork. And uh, she's the illegitimate daughter of the lawyer William McCormack um, and his servant girl. So, <laughs> so here's the story behind that. So McCormack hated his wife. Uh, nice. It might actually be Mccormick because it's Irish. So whatever. Sorry, Irish people. You kind of screwed the pitch on that one a little bit, Dave. McCormick hated his wife, and he also hated her family. So he moved to London to escape them. Nice. Um, and he tried to hide Anne from his wife. By dressing her as a boy and calling her Andy and pretending like he didn't oh know what the fuck was going on with that shit. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, but eventually, um, they were discovered. And I think this, like, you know, this, like, sets up early psychological kind of reasoning behind her piracy. You know, she was yeah. dressed like a boy and treated as a boy growing up. So, when she becomes a pirate, she really acts like... Uh, a man in those times and demands the respect that you would give a man pirate. Yeah. So once they're discovered, uh, McCormick leaves London uh, and he brings Anne with him and Anne's mother, the servant girl, (laughs) but leaves his wife behind. (laughs) God. And guess where he moves? Charleston, Charleston, South South Carolina. Carolina. Yes. McCormick buys a plantation and Anne's mother promptly dies. Oh, no. (laughs) It's awful. (laughs) So we're setting up the the psychological profile. We're making a murderer here of of how Anne Bonnie became a pirate. Uh, Another thing that probably really heavily contributed to this is Charleston's pirate history. Now, yeah, the, the 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 pirate scene in Charleston was pretty, was popping off. The pirate scene, pirates is so hot right now. It's uh... in, in Charleston. <laughs> so, uh, Charleston is like not only a major just city in the very new colonies at this point, yeah. early 1700s, but it's also like the most famous pirate uh, city. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know. The most famous pirate in history chilled there. You know, Edward Teach, old Blackbeard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he hung out with his buddies and other really famous pirates. The Gentleman Pirate, Steed Bonnet, um, Charles Vane, the Dread Pirate Roberts. I'm just kidding. Uh, but there was a pirate <laughs> named the Great Pir- Pirate Roberts, who's also known as Black Bart. Also known as yes. A.K.A. Black Bart. A.K.A. Bartholomew Roberts. And then, and also uh, Emmanuel Wynn, who was the possible inventor, but the first pirate who ever flew the Jolly Roger. That was crazy. Yeah, it's really interesting. 
So this, you know, very nurturing uh, atmosphere. Yeah, right. That <laughs> Anne came into after losing her mother and being outcast by her father's like legitimate family. Uh, really kind of made her who she was. And who she was was a badass. Yeah. So, some instances of badass. So, at age 13, or possibly 14, um, Anne became the primary housekeeper of the uh, McCormick estate. She got in a fight with a maid over how the estate was run. So she stabbed her in the fucking stomach. Holy crap. Just stabbed her in the stomach for no goddamn reason. <laughs> Fuck that bitch. That's crazy. Uh, at age 15, uh, in the streets of Charleston, she was the victim of an attempted rape. Um, except she fought off the assailant with her bare hand. And then she found... <laughs> Something that is only really described as an iron, uh, possibly a fireplace poker, and then proceeded to beat him, like, within an inch of this man's life. Holy crap. Fucking badass. I want to say real quick that a lot of this history is really uh, dodgy, which is why it's bad history. Yeah. And most uh, of it stems from uh, a general history of the pirates, which was a bunch of pirate biographies by Charles Johnson. Yeah, I mean, I think I think pirate history in general is pretty shoddy. It's a lot of it's a. I mean, you it's, gotta a just, it's a lot of legend. It's a lot of legends. You got to learn to like kind of separate. You got to just question everything. You yeah, know? because you know these pirates were trying to make a name for themselves and give their backstories, and they you know would embellish what they did a lot. But right, exactly. But th- these are the early the early ages of badass, and she yeah. kind of calmed down a little bit. So uh, Anne got married to this guy named James Bonnie, who was a sailor and a known pirate. Nice. <laughs> so she was like, you know what? I think the pirate's life is for me. So she marries this guy named James Bonnie, and then her father disowns her because he was a known pirate, and then cuts her out of any sort of inheritance that he has. So in response, uh, Bonnie and James... Or, sorry... <laughs> Anne and James Bonney set fucking fire to his plantation. Holy crap. <laughs> said, fuck that old man. He's and vengeful. They, and they moved to Jamaica. I nice. Mean, the, the next logical step. That's right, what right, you right. do. Um, so they moved to New Providence, Jamaica, which was a pirate sanctuary and was known as the Republic of Piracy. And this is one of like the five or six great pirate hangouts of the Caribbean. you got Port Royal, you've got mm-hmm. Tortuga, and... Uh, New Providence. Uh, and in New Providence, while they were staying there, James Bonney became a snitch. Became a rat. Rat? A rat. I smell a rat. I'm not a cop. A fucking rat. I'm not, not a, a rat. fucking rat. Uh, and he became a suspected informant for the new governor of New Providence, whose name was Nicholas Laws. Fucking great name. Laws. It's a great name. Uh, Laws was a hard ass, and he pledged to, like, really clean up New Providence and get the riffraff out of there. Alright. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Anne Bonnie was kind of like, fuck this guy, he's a snitch. You know? I don't really like yeah, that him. that makes sense. And then, of course, what happens next, this famous pirate 
named Calico Jack, uh, John Rackham, captain of the Revenge. Ooh, he stepped nice. into a into a bar in New Providence, and in that bar was Anne Bonny, and uh, they fell in pirate love. Ooh, that pirate, pirate intimacy. Love. And then Anne divorced James, and joined the crew of the Revenge immediately. I'm surprised she didn't like kill James. Well, you know, she didn't. <laughs> um, also interesting about Calico Jack is he was a total equal opportunity pirate employer. So they famously brought on a second female pirate, who is another really famous female pirate named Mary Reed. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of the the stories about um, uh, Anne Bonny are kind of like this sort of feminist, romanticized uh, Anne and Mary pirates against the world kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, they never own ships together. They just kind of work together. Um, gotcha. And then Mary Reed sort of became uh, Anne Bonny's, like, second in command underneath her own second in command of Calico Jack. So they're chilling in New Providence, smuggling, killing, pirating. Looting. Looting. Gotta get that loot. And mm-hmm. then uh, Calico Jack and her have a baby, and they leave it in Cuba and bail. <laughs> There's not oh my God. anything known about this baby, except they Holy had it, crap. and they left it in Cuba. <laughs> that baby probably died. That baby probably fucking died, dude. <laughs> like, damn, that's cold. They didn't just leave it in like on the beach in Cuba, and then like, well, no, I figured, Castro but, like, picks still. it up and is like, you will be the child of the revolution. <laughs> um yeah i have no idea but they had a baby and left in cuba so originally on the revenge uh there's a bunch of cutthroats and women on on boats it's not really smiled upon Mm -hmm. so uh calico jack he had to convince uh, Anne that she was gonna have to pretend to be a man so she dressed up like a dude and was extra stern and violent on the ship nice. to save face. Um, and this seemed to work for a while, but she was eventually discovered. And she was discovered because of her breasts. And really? uh, Yeah, her boobs got her in trouble. And the pirate who exposed her was apparently like, oh, fuck this, you know, our yo-ho-ho. And then Anne was like, oh, yeah, you're <laughs> right. And then she fucking murked him. Killed him and threw him over the side of the goddamn boat. Wow. Nobody said anything. That's like some Kill Bill shit. Yeah. The, the fucking Oren Ishii shit. Yeah. Yeah, nobody questioned it. Nobody said anything. And then she was just allowed to be a pirate. And that was that was wow. it. She was, like, on the boat. And they um, famously, like, you know, raided ships and towns and shit. For a little while, not super long, um, but while she was there, she was known for her fighting ability, and especially her prowess in the broadside. So, Steven, do you know what pirate broadsiding is? Uh, um, no. Okay, so when two boats are fighting at each other, mm-hmm. um, usually they'll just shoot cannons at each other, and, right. and they'll get side by side because that's where the cannons usually are on like these big ships right and they just blast at each other but eventually they'd stop 
because they're too close to each other, and the the sides of the boat, uh, they kind of like touch, and then the entire crew from one boat tries to invade the other boat, yeah. and she was like super good at this apparently. She was like always leading them on broadsides and like viciously attacking the yeah. uh, other ship. But as it always happens, a pirate's life is a rough life. Yeah. And she eventually got captured. So, in October of 1720, so she's 20 years old at this time. That's insane. She's only 20. She's only a 20-year-old girl at this time, right? Um, the revenge was taken by the Royal Navy uh, under the orders of Governor Nicholas Laws. Yeah, He's there cleaning he is. up the riffraff. He's working <laughs> for the little guy. Uh, so, it, it's really funny how it happened. Apparently, they had just like taking over a, a Spanish uh, galleon heading back to Spain with like gold and shit mm-hmm. and they fucked it up real easy and they were so happy that they like decided to have a wee a wee a wee drink you know they got a little drunk mm-hmm. but they actually got super fucking wasted in celebration and they're just nice. like sitting on the boat and they're like oh look it's the Royal Navy oh uh, we we give up they put up no <laughs> fight. Wow. So nobody put up a fight except uh, Bonnie and Mary. So Anne Bonnie wow. and Mary Reed, the two lady pirates. And they yeah. put up a good enough fight that the two of them supposedly held off the British troops for a decent amount of time. Wow. Just the two of them. But it was a war of attrition that they couldn't win. And the ship was eventually taken. And all of the crew was sentenced to hang. As they do to pirates. As they do. Pirates, ye be warned. <laughs> um, so, in the prison cells on the ship that was taking them back to Jamaica, it was claimed that they had to drag Bonnie out because she was fighting the rest of the pirates in the cells. Because she was wow. pissed that they didn't help fight, fight them off. And it also is fabled that as she was pulled out, she grabbed a soldier's pistol and started firing at the men in the cells. Damn. Trying to kill them. And then she was brought to Calico Jack's cell, and legend states that her last words to Calico Jack were, if you fought like a man, you need not have been hanged like a dog. Wow. Drops my Damn. That's savage. It's rough. And then uh, after the sentence was dropped, she begged mercy and claimed she was pregnant. And apparently she was. So, as was customary at the time, she was given a stay of execution until mm-hmm. uh, childbirth. And then it is said that she died in prison from fever resulting from, you know, giving birth. Because it was yeah. really gross and shit back then. <laughs> or it wasn't sanitary. She? Or oh. did she? So. Whoa. There's no records of her death. Or release wow. from the prison at all. Or execution. And the British were really good about that shit back then. Uh, so there's like evidence of all the other pirates being killed. Um, so there's a lot of speculation behind this. And there are three major like uh, like theories. Mm-hmm. One of them is like the least believed. Is that she made like 
some daring escape a la Count of Monte Cristo, you know? Yeah. And then, like, swam away. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one is that she was given back to her husband as, like, a, um, uh, a very kind of masochistic show of, like, kind of taking away her accomplishments as a pirate. Mm-hmm. That she was just kidnapped and then given back, like, given back to her husband. Oh, yeah, As, yeah. like, the property that they treated her. And women at the time. But the most widely held belief is that her father, back in Charleston, uh, bribed the governor a very, very handsome sum of money to have her released back to him. And that's pretty much what history kind of will tell you. But that sounds pretty believable. That that seems kind of believable, but nobody knows. And many speculate wow. that she lived well into the 1700s. And uh, most biographies put the time of her death uh, in the 1780s. Um, wow. Yeah, I've had two sources. Uh, one of them says 1783. On the Wikipedia article, it says 1782. But nobody's really sure because... She would, of course, have had to have a identity change, right? Yeah. But the the mystery and the legend lives on of Anne Body, the most badass female pirate. I'm glad you remembered the uh, the guitar riff. Oh, I remember that guitar riff. I actually played the it on Bonnie a real guitar. guitar. I don't know if you could hear. The strings being plucked, but that was a real guitar. Yeah, it's got no, two no, no, heads. I couldn't hear well. It's got two heads, and it's got spikes uh-huh. and flames. Uh-huh. It's really sure. Cool. It's really great. Got pyrotechnics. Oh, it's got pyrotechnics. Pyrotechnics nice. out the yeah. ass for sure. Because the, well, damn, Dave. the guitar looks like an ass, <laughs> and it farts oh. the pyrotechnics. It is, it, and it is actually an ass. Yes. Yeah. Well, damn, dude, that was some good scrolls, man. Good scrolls. He yeah. Remembered. Play the music he remembered. Oh, ah. Hallelujah. We need a buzzer if you remember. Yeah, right? Like, we really do. Like, confetti comes out of the ceiling and music plays. We'll throw and... some confetti at one random listener one day. Yeah, right? Out of nowhere. <laughs> really freaked out. Oh, God. Just scared we'll the hell out of We'll have a fan for life, though. <laughs> or we'll have a fan until that day. Until <laughs> oh, we do yeah, that. Then they, they freak out. <laughs> then they're terrified and they never listen never again. Never again. Yeah, but anyway, if you want to learn more about Anne Bonny, uh, like I said, there's not a lot of sources. Check out uh, that book by Charles Johnson, A General History of the Pirates. Pirates spelled with a Y for some reason. I was going to say. Because it's old-timey and lame. Ye old shoppy. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, yeah, check that out. Shoppe. If you like the story, just listen to it and like it. You don't got to do anything. Don't go on our Facebook or anything like that. I'm not asking. Oh, you shut up! That. Don't do it. If you like, if you liked it, if you liked it, tweet at us. Comment on Facebook. We won't do the plugs now. We'll do the plugs later. Anyway, Steven, <laughs> I'm not looking yeah. forward to it. Get to, get on to your badass. Play the music. All right, let's play the music. All right, Dave. Yo. So. My women badass, or should I say badasses? Whoa! Is How not can a one person woman... have more than one ass? Steven? I know it's crazy. It's not my. So I did not choose one woman in particular 
I chose a group of women. Not only did I choose this group of women because they are badass, but I chose them because their history is super, super interesting. So the That's group that I chose... Do what? That's the criteria. It's got to be interesting. It's the criteria, yeah. Um, the, the group I chose is the Night Witches. What? That sounds like the a Night fucking w- metal band. I know, right? Um, and uh, so the Night Witches were a group of all-female Russian aviators, um, and they were part of the, uh, the 588th Night Bomber Regiment during World War II. So in October, in October 1941, uh, so this is like two years, just about two years after World War II started, um, there are three woman squadrons who were created by the, the Russian Air Force. Um, and this is really a response to the fact that Germany invade, invaded Russia around this time. Um, and, you know, when they invaded Russia, a lot of women wanted to help the war effort. And uh, so eventually Stalin, Stalin agreed and um, he gave the order to create, uh, you know, woman, you know, a woman regiments within the Air Force. Oh, Stalin. Yeah. He was know, such a, a good leader. What you a know? great guy. Just a hero. Uh, yeah. Um, we were being sarcastic, by the way, if anybody got to that. Anyway, uh, only um, uh, throughout the history or throughout World War II, only the 588 remained all female. Um, there was like, I think the other two, both their leaders eventually became men. Um, oh. But yeah, uh, at its highest capacity, the regiment consisted of. 80, um, 80, uh, 80 members. It was uh, uh, teams of four of two, so there are forty teams of two. Um, and so you may be asking, why are these women so badass? Well, why are these really women com- so badass, Stephen? Well, well, Dave, it really comes down to the fact that they did not give themselves the name Night Witches. The Germans did. Uh, the, so the night, the Nacht Witchen. Yeah. <laughs> So let me explain myself a little bit. Uh, The purpose of this regiment was to perform tactical bombing missions uh, at night in order to remain undetected, right? Um, So each... Now, now, listen to this. Each member flew roughly 800 missions. Damn. Yeah. And in total, the regiment dropped 23,000 tons worth of explosives on the Germans. That's a lot of explosives on the Germans. Yeah. And they were such a thorn in the Nazi sides that if any if any Nazi uh, aviator flo- uh, shot down a night witch, they would immediately be awarded with the, with the Iron Cross. Oh, nice! I like that's yeah. really funny. It's, they were such a thorn in the Nazis' sides. Yeah, <laughs> they're like the Tuskegee of uh, women. Yeah. Um. So, uh, so what's even crazier about these women is, um, is the types of planes that they flew. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so they, they flew these, these planes called the, uh, the Polycarpov. And these are, um, a single engine, uh, you know, like really kind of old school planes. They had the open, the open cockpit, uh, with the, the, you know, the kind of like the, the two, Two, two sets of wings, like one on top of each other, kind of deal. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it was designed in yeah a biplane. This, yeah, it's biplane. Um, and 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 this plane was designed in 1928 to be used as for two things. Uh, none of which had anything to do with the military. Okay. It was to 
learn how to fly, and to be used as a crop duster. So this is some freaking, like, Independence Day shit. <laughs> like, uh... Oh, wait, no, that wasn't an Independence Day. I have to explain myself real quick. Side note. So an Independence Day... <laughs> And we, we can edit this out if this gets to us too long. In Independence Day, you know the like the the, the the guy who eventually sacrifices himself to destroy the Oh boy Yeah. So in the The original idea was that he was gonna fly in on his crop duster. Yeah. And and then and then the, the, the writers were like, wait, that makes no damn sense because the crop duster couldn't keep up with jet jet engine planes. Um anyway. Uh these women were were using crop dusting planes as tactical you know bombing run planes that's sweet uh, yeah and so the reason that they used these was because you know obviously biggest thing they were cheap they were plentiful but also they had like really good maneuverability um and so the pilots really took advantage of this you know they really took a bad situation and really made it work for them um what's also crazy is that the frame of these planes was made out of plywood like yeah that's the russian way though you know yeah right give Uh, them potato they have weapons (laughs) give give someone a gun and the other person a clip to run behind yeah like crazy um so so if they like they had zero protection up there right um also these planes were really really slow uh but you know you would think this is a disadvantage when you're fighting against like you know the more uh the the quicker and the more advanced nazi planes but actually this was a really big advantage for them because you have to think about this um the they're flying at night and so the 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 planes have to be up close to each other in order to be shot down right like like the the nazi planes have to be up close to the german plane or to the russian planes um so that they could see them so they can shoot them down um but the problem was is that these these uh these planes that the the black witches are using that the, that the 588 are using um their maximum speed was slower than the lowest speed that their nazi planes could possibly go oh so like they would just pass them they would they they couldn't yeah they couldn't they couldn't aim at them because they were kept overtaking them <laughs> like, oh man yeah and so they were notoriously hard to like to Shoot to down. uh to shoot down. There's, like, to, turrets to track. locked in space. Yeah, it's, like, yeah, so they're, they're just, like, so they've got excellent maneuverability. They're going so slow that they literally can't be targeted. And also, uh, um, the, the the way that they actually perform these bombing runs is, like, really crazy. Uh, it's the reason why they got the name the Night Witches. Um, so what they would do is they had, they, they flew in groups of three, so three planes, Two of the planes were simply distractions. So what they would do is they would divert uh, away from the, like, you know, I think like, I like to think of it like the middle plane. They would d- divert it from like the plane that had the, the the payload, and they would draw attention away from it. You know, turn turns and other planes and stuff. And then that plane would flip its engine into idle. So turn off the engine, turn off the propellers, and they'd glide down to the bombing site, drop the payload, and then bail. Dead silence. Silent yeah, but and, deadly. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So the only sound that the Nazis could hear was the wind hitting the plane. Yeah. And to and they said it sounded like a witch's broom flying through the air. Now, how do these Nazis know what a witch's broom sounds like? Well, the Germans are notorious Are notorious for their... witches. 
They're notorious witches. And they are notorious um, witch hunters, so they would know. They are. Um, uh, but so they said, it, they said it sounded like a witch's broom flying through the air, and so they got the name the Black Witches. Uh, or the, I'm sorry, not the Black Witches. So they got the name the Night Witches, uh, which I think is, like, crazy. That's, like, it's so crazy that they got that name. Um, so uh, the reason and, – and so the reason that so many runs were performed, right, like, you know, 800 runs per – person or per team it was crazy um but they were really small and they you know they were so light that they could only carry six bombs at a time yeah so they so they did multiple runs a night oh my god yeah and also the 588 did not wear parachutes they just ride or die ride or die (laughs) and it was like the reason for this is because they were flying you know these the these these crop dusting planes couldn't get that high off the ground relatively speaking so they were just like well if they're going down they're not that high up russia's anyway. not that <laughs> close to germany like especially well, no, no, probably well, where they'd be bombing well, well no this is they were they were they were bombing their own country because the germans were invading. oh that's 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 the russian way that's the yeah, it's there it was it was the whole scorched earth thing oh, yeah. um so they were really i mean you know i don't i don't know how often they actually if if often or if at all they went into mainland germany but they were fighting off the german offense into russia um but but still like multiple runs a night it's crazy um so in the end at the end of the war the 588 lost 30 members um which you know it's like it's it's over half uh i think it was like um or no i guess i guess it's uh i i think i think i said like it like they lost 30 members, um, and then, like, after the war ended, I think, like, there was, like, 23 that uh, that were still alive. I guess uh, not from... I guess some died from non-war-related incidents. I'm not sure. Um, but they lost 30 members in combat, which I think is, like, kind of low, considering just, like, what these what these women were putting on the line. Yeah, especially since, like, um, in the Russian military, you're expected yeah. to lose, like... 110 percent of your unit you know it's I mean? crazy yeah um but i mean like you know they they freaking put it all out there and just like balls to the wall um and that's why i think they're so badass is it's like it's a group of women who you know even even when they were doing this a lot of them the male uh the male russian soldiers didn't want them in the army even though they were like performing this vital task that i guarantee a lot of the men wouldn't wouldn't be able to do Definitely. like they like a lot of the men wouldn't have the balls to do so it's like i think it's why they're so badass is they were like you know they put the, their country and like their their countrymen before themselves and uh you know they, they they did something that was incredibly dangerous and you know they were very smart about how they did it um and it was an all-women regiment so everywhere all the way up to the to the head of the regiment was was women which is very cool very cool um yeah and so and uh one quick thing before i end my episode is something i was thinking about um you end your story and my story and my episode (laughs) before i end my story um is that the way it was created is surprisingly similar to women involvement in world war ii in the in the in terms of the air force yeah um so uh, here, the you know, the women were really calling out for 
the Russian women were really calling out to be involved, and um, especially in the Air Force. And there was one woman and one uh, Russian female pilot in particular who was, you know, relatively famous within that scene. Really, you know, really pushed hard to to get it to get it created and get it, you know, get it done. And she was able to do it. And was that you know obviously very successful you know you have this like you you have the three regiments created of all female air force pilots um yeah but in the united states something very very similar happened uh where you had um and i can't remember names because i'm just remembering remembering this off the top of my head but you had uh women really calling out that they wanted to be part of the air force um because they were, they just they thought they could do some good, and you have this one one woman aviator in particular who was very famous within the aviation scene and pushed very very hard to get it to 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 get it created, and eventually, you know, the best that the United States did for them was they trained a group of women to do supply runs, um, which don't get me wrong, was very very yeah, important, cool. but but it was you know these women were wanted you know they wanted to like wanted to be to, to 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 be involved in combat they wanted to be you know they 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 felt kind of cheated a little bit um because it was this this resource that we had that we didn't take advantage of because they were women and then what's even more screwed up is eventually the program got shut down um and uh for the longest time these women were not even recognized as being uh members of the armed forces and art the service you know as service women during world war ii yeah. um and so i just think it's very similar it's very interesting how similar the russian you know the russian story of women in aviation during world war ii and the american story of women in aviation before world war ii is um and just kind of how different it all played out and granted you know the we weren't the, the united states wasn't getting invaded by the germans you know that probably yeah. would have been a little different but it's still it's like it's very interesting. It was just something I thought about as I was, um, as I was doing research on this. Uh, so I wanted to bring it up. But that's that's my story about women badasses. The the five eighty eight bomber regiment during Russian bomber regiment during World War Two. Well, you know that yeah. wasn't only a good story, but it was a good scroll. Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Well, that. Well, damn. That was our. Uh... <laughs> that was that was our, our our women badass episode, and uh, you are now realizing that you didn't think about an episode for next week, mm-hmm. and you're getting nervous because mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta see what we're doing next do, week. Do I do I have to pick it? Yeah, you gotta pick it. Our guest uh, picked this one, didn't she? That's true. She did. Okay. Um. Um. Okay. So let's do history's history's greatest serial killers. Spooky, just spooky, in time spooky. for Halloween. For, for Halloween, <laughs> just in time for Valentine's so Day. So historical murderers. So we can't do historical like you know, people who like you know people who kill people I'm, in 2003 or anything like that. I'm cutting you off. Cut me off, boy. Nothing. Nothing after 19. 19- 40. Okay. Uh, so anything, pretty much anything before World War II is good. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, history's, history's serial killers, historical serial killers. 
Um, History's Greatest Serial Killers is not an appropriate name because there's nothing great about them. History's uh, Murderers! <laughs> Historical Serial Killers. What do you think, Dave? Uh, sounds like a plan, but if I were you listeners, I would mm-hmm. run for the hills because you know what time it is. It's time for the blood. Uh, plug your ears. It's time to plug your ears. <laughs> All right, get All it right. out of the way. I'm doing it. Um, so, you guys, you guys know the drill. Don't do it. There's a good chance you're listening to this on iTunes. Um, that's where we get a, a decent amount of our listening listening from. Um, and if you are, it's awesome. Uh, it'd be awesome if you could like li- leave us a rating and review. Like that's always like super helpful. And like I love reading them. And I actually read a great one the uh, uh, today. The uh and today. The uh the uh the uh today. Well, read it read it aloud, Stephen. I'm reading it out loud and it's really short, but okay. it like I was like, Oh, that's cool. So this is what it is. Uh the it's by Bad Driver nine five nine nine, who says the title of his review is Best in the History Category, which Aww. warmed my heart. And he said, If you like history, then you'll love this podcast, which I think that's what we're going for, right, Dave? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was enthusiastic, you fuck. <laughs> We're going for serious historical commentary. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> so, sort of. <laughs> um, no, but I thought that was really cool. He called us the best in the history. Yeah, category, right on. Thanks, awesome. that guy. What's that guy's name? Yeah. Uh, gal- bad Driver 959. Bad Driver? Nine. Don't listen to the bad history while you're being a bad driver. You crash and kill people. And then we'd be held liable. We would. They'd come after us yeah. and our children. I don't have any money. I'm a college yeah. student. Graduate. Yeah, it happens. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so we also have a Facebook. Uh, it's a bad, If you type in Bad History Podcast don't, on the Facebook, you'll it. find it. Ah, oh, Dave, damn it. Um, <laughs> we're on Twitter as well. Don't bad History Cast. Um, I want to say... Uh, I have been under under using Twitter. Um, Dave doesn't know how to use Twitter, what and so I've been is? I've been doing the Twitter, and uh, I've been under using it, and I'm trying to get better about it because I think it's I think it's really a really cool resource. So I promise I'll get better about using the Twitter. Uh, and then we're also yeah we have an email. You can email us at badhistorypodcast at gmail. Um, and then of course our website, as always, is badhistorypodcast.podbean.com. Don't, don't do any of these things. That's where we host from, and there. that's where we, we, we kind of post everything. So if you want to check us out there, feel free to. We're also on a bunch of other different podcasting um, like like sites, like Stitcher and Sprecher and um, Sound- yeah, SoundCloud. We're kind of phasing out. Um, it's just, you know, it's – it's. I, don't, I, I think we're just kind of phasing out SoundCloud a little bit. Um but yeah, you guys can, you know, if, if you want us to keep posting on SoundCloud, just let us know. Uh, we'll make it happen. But th- that's it for my plugs, yay, I think. Yay! Yeah. Yay! Cheers! Um, my cat freaked out. Yeah, yeah you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I think that's going to do it for us, yeah, unless you have anything. over. This was a short and- one. It was a short one. It was shorter. Um, we're trying to keep, um, I think, at like the 45-minute mark. Like 45 to an hour. We don't want to go over For- an hour. 
We don't want to. We definitely don't want to go over an hour. But forty-five to fifty minutes is kind of what we're shooting. An for, episode mostly. of Lost with a few yeah. commercials. With 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 yeah, with fewer commercials, and it makes way more sense. Uh, but I think that's it for us, Dave. Is it? Is there anything else you want to say? Anything else you want to add? Any people you want to thank? Uh, uh, I would like to say thanks for listening. You should, <laughs> because this podcast is horrible. Stephen and I are both horrible, and uh, I love you. <laughs> Why haven't you haven't you called me back? You. Dave, I can hear you clicking your mouse and doing other shit. Yeah, I'm totally checked out of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> end it. Play the All music. Right. Dunk, dunk, Let's dunk, end the show. Dunk, 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 dunk.